This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. We are here again. How are you? I'm uh, doing pretty good. Dealing with a lot of allergies. Everything's blooming. But it's wonderful. This weather is just yep. spectacular. Yep. It's been a nice it's week. It's been great. Yeah. Are you enjoying your back porch? Have you been out there? No. I am, but the um as Doug You don't Smith have the awning. The lid isn't right? up yet. Yeah. Right. It's not <clears throat> should be soon, well, but I'm out well, anyway. Well I made some uh pork chops on the crew on Wednesday night and I was <laughs> delighted with that. On uh, Tuesday night, I'm sorry. And um it was just nice. That's the first time I used the grill to cook anything. Mm-hmm. They didn't turn out too well, but <laughs> wow. so it was fun. Oh, they're just too dried out. You know, it was just, it was hard to manage for some silly reason. This thing, this grill that I have just gets way, way too hot. And even though I turn it back down, it's still, it's too hot. And so things tend to burn, even though I try to regulate it. But whatever, you know, it's just fun for the experience. I, I would like to get some of those, um, uh, what are those things called, that, um, like Italian sausages, you know, that kind of thing. There's a name for them. I forget what they are. But um, they're wonderful to put on the grill and put them in a national bakery roll. Love it. I mean, you brats? Which one? Brats? Yeah, the brats. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what they are. They're good. They really are, but uh, I knew, uh, well, uh, everything is fine at that time, but I, I know I'm having a little difficulty um, eating foods these past few days, so um, something like that would not be very good, but um, I will be back to that very shortly. Oh, I sure will. Yeah, I will. And uh, Patrick's going tonight with Meyer to the baseball game. So he'll be, I'm sure, having like 80 20 hot dogs with all the junk they put on them. I can just imagine my stomach would probably just say, really? Why are you giving me this? Yeah, because what do they put on them? 
uh, onions and chili Nothing sauce. Like that. And, well, whatever. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's a beautiful week. I think it's perfect yeah. for them to be there tonight. As you oh, know, ideal. Has Meyer been there at all this week other than tonight? No, this is the first time. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Well, that's great. So he's so. looking forward because if we gave him tickets, if he if they played every night of the week in the summer, he'd be there every single night. He loves it. <laughs> so well, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, it keeps him out of trouble. It does indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, so how? Well, how was your time with with Sean? And he got back to Beacon on Sunday. Yep, we did, and we had a, it was a beautiful day. Yes, it was. And we went to our fa- we went and got a cheeseburger at your favorite Myers. Oh, old duck. good. And did you go down to the river? Uh, no, we we uh, we actually thought it was going to be crowded because you know you know how crowded Beacon gets on the weekends. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, you know, I didn't expect Mother's Day to be any less. I don't know why. And we got mm-hmm. there about three o'clock. Yeah. And it was, um, there were cra- it was crowded in a normal, in a nice way, but not like it normally is. So when we went into the restaurant, there was a window um, seat table opened, right? It was great. So we just sat in the window and had a nice burger and fries and um, hung out there for a while and then went for a walk. And my, uh, Sean went down and got an ice cream. And uh, Myra and I just walked. We went over to the Hudson Glass Company and looked around in there. They're beautiful things. And then we walked back, and uh, Sean had stopped at his favorite bakery and got a couple cookies. And then um, we dropped him off at the – we went down to the river, but just to drop because the the, um, train is right there along the river. As a matter of fact, it goes right around the river – right around along the river to get back to, to the city. So um, that's what we did, and then we took a nice ride home and sat out on the deck for a while, and it was a nice, nice day. So Nice Mother's Day. Yes, it was a very nice day. Well, we did go down to Philadelphia, and uh, we had a fabulous time there. It was really very nice. My sister put out her usual fabulous spread, and, um, and we had a really good time. It was just nice. And Shirley Rose is just oh, precious. <laughs> Every time I see her, I just think she's more and more beautiful. And, of course, you know, obviously I'm biased, but I just think she's an adorable child. She's got such a pleasant, happy personality. And she should. I mean, her mother and her father are both that way. I've never really seen them angry with each other or upset and that doesn't mean it doesn't happen but I just think she's in an environment where it's just absolute chaos there I mean in the sense that I don't know what it was that Mara was thinking about but as she had this one-year-old child she also decided to adopt a six-week-old puppy so between (laughs) trying to train the puppy and, you know, managing her daughter and, I might add, three cats and um, a guinea pig. 
That's the menagerie. But that uh. is that is Mara. She's always been surrounded by animals. She loves them. She cares for them. She just thinks they're great. So I thought some of that would kind of dwindle down when she had a child. But no, she just keeps bringing more. And maybe it's, that's a good thing for Shirley Rose to be surrounded by a lot of animals and and understand how to be with them and how to play with them and be responsible for them. So uh, it's I guess it's a good thing, but it's just always craziness. You know, well, it's, 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 Lynn, it's always good if it's what you think it should be in your house. I mean, I grew up with no dog, no cat, no anything except a right. sister and two birds. And all of us have had, I had too, my sister has 12,000, Jimmy and Timmy both have done. Um, she, we still were able to take care of and love and appreciate animals, even though we were not brought up or had one as we grew up. Right. So I don't yep. know that it's any less um, important um, if you don't than if you do. But well, I guess it's just a matter of getting used to it all. Um, there, to me, a dog, now cats are a different story. Dogs, and I used to say this to my kids, and I still say it, that dogs are like babies. They can't take care of themselves. You you, you have mm-hmm. to take care of them. So right. it is become another child for her, you know, in yeah. many ways. Up to it the is. task and she can do it, then good for her. And she's also right. training him. You know, she said, yeah, she's training him. And I mean, the sense that he, she always did this before where she had, when she lived at home, which was next door, uh, but they had two dogs at the time and she had both of them trained that they, out in the backyard, she had these, there's a word for it. I forget what it is, but kind of like a racing thing where there were all these little obstacles they'd have to jump over and go under and go into. And it was a whole um, arena that she had set up. And she had the dogs trained by t- giving them treats that they would, she'd do some sound. I don't know what it was. It was a whistle or something like that. And the dog would start running and start doing the whole thing up, down, over, inside, out. And you'd watch them do this whole thing. It's a riot. But she did it all the time and she trained them. And she said to me that um, she started their dog, whose name is Bowser. Very original. Um, Bowser uh, actually went to a training school for puppies um, at, I think it was like one of those, a pet supply or Chewy, not, not Chewy, pet supply, one of the stores that, you know, has a, a retail outlet. And she said he just kind of, he was bored to tears because it was so basic. He had already been past that. So now she has him with a trainer, believe it or not. And this, dog is just doing very well you know he he, they have the clickers that they use to train them and the dog sits he rolls over he does this he does that and she's she's just in love with all this and i think it's wonderful i think it's great that her husband also really loves the dogs and the cats and appreciates the the goofiness of Mara, you know, he just no matter how old she is, she will always be like that, and I think it's a wonderful thing. That's so nice. Yeah, and we found out that uh, my stepson and his family got COVID. Yeah, yeah. Mother's Day. Oh. That's not a good thing. But Seems anyway, like um, 
they're okay. They're all fine. Every one of them is fine. Uh, but it just, it, it, it's amazing to me. I guess you think that this far along in the so-called pandemic, you know, that you think that by now people are past it. And that's something that concerns me because we all act like it's over. And yet it's not over. And the anticipation is that this summer is supposed to bring uh, another round. And I, I just say, oh, my good God, when does it end? But, know. you know, you just, I just, I noticed that all the places that used to require masks don't. And people are very cavalier about, you know, how they do things. And uh, um, who are we to say yes or no? I don't know. But I know. There it is. There we go. Well, so, we're going to take a break. So we yep. will be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Link Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises. Because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole Denova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am Managing Director and Certified Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. 
That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we got things to talk about here. Uh oh. What? Such as? No, no, no. Um, there's no quiz. Don't get nervous. I'm not doing anything <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> I actually saw something from um, one of our friends of this show. Uh, I told you before that Scott Linett, um sends some right. wonderful stuff, really, in his uh, newsletters. And, and this was a, um, an online newsletter that he did. It's called 10 Common Estate Planning Mistakes Your Family Can't Afford to Make, Part 1. So um, I'm just going to go through them because I think that it's interesting that people sometimes think that once they've made a will, it's you forget about it. It's done. And it's just so wrong to make that assumption. But here's the things that he said. These are 10 of the most common estate planning mistakes, starting with the worst blunder of all, failing to create an estate plan. So that's number one, leaving no estate plan at all. If you die without an estate plan, the court will decide who inherits your assets, and this can lead to all sorts of problems, um, especially when you're married and if you have children. The spouses and the children are given top priority, followed by your other closest living family relatives. If you're single with no children, your assets typically go to your parents and siblings, and then more distant relatives if you have no living parents or siblings. If no living relatives can be located, your assets go to the state. And it's important to note that state intestacy laws only apply to blood relatives. So unmarried partners and close friends would get nothing. If you want someone outside of your family to inherit your assets, having a plan is an absolute must. Number two, thinking a will alone is enough. Lots of people, particularly older folks, believe that a will is the only estate planning tool they need. While a will is a fundamental part of nearly every adult's estate plan, even if it's on a napkin, which can ensure that your assets go where you want them to go in the event of your death, Wait, using Lynn, a will, be, what? Excuse me, can it be on a placemat from AIDS? Could be, as long as it's signed. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Yes, it is. Um, which can ensure that your assets go <laughs> where you want them to go in the event of your death. Using a will by itself comes with some serious limitations, including the following. Wills require your family to go through the court process known as probate which can not only be lengthy and expensive, it's also completely open to the public and frequently creates ugly conflicts among your loved ones. Wills don't offer you any protection if become incapacitated by illness or injury and are unable to make your own medical, financial, and legal decisions. Wills don't cover jointly owned assets or those with beneficiary designations like life insurance policies and 401k plans and IRAs. 
Wills don't provide any protection or guidance for when and how your heirs take control of their their inheritance. Naming guardians for your minor children in your will can leave them vulnerable to being placed in the care of strangers. Given these facts, if your estate plan consists of a will alone, you are missing out on many valuable safeguards for your assets, while also guaranteeing your family will have to go to court if you become incapacitated when you die. Fortunately, all the above issues can be effectively managed using a trust. Number three, creating a trust and not properly funding it. I can tell you, as an aside, I have seen so many people create living trusts and then they never retitle the assets they own to go into the trust. So for all intents and purposes, the trust never even existed. It's a good first step, but you got to follow through. Many people now know that a trust can keep your family out of court, and you may think you can just go online to set up your own trust or have a lawyer do it with you as a one-size-fits-all solution. And while that may be true, particularly if it's very simple assets and few family members, even in that case, you are likely to over one, overlook one of the most important parts of creating a trust, funding it an unfunded trust is a trust that exists but doesn't hold any of your assets because you didn't retitle them properly or because you acquired new assets after creating your trust this is all too common and if this is true for you it will leave your family with a big mess number four not leaving an up-to-date inventory of assets as mentioned above, even if you properly funded your assets into your trust, your estate plan will be worthless if your heirs don't know what you have or where to find it. In fact, this number blew me away. There's more than $58 billion worth of lost assets in the U.S. Department of Unclaimed Property right now. And that's all because someone died or became incapacitated without letting anyone know how to locate their assets. This is especially critical, and I underline this 65,000 times, for digital assets like cryptocurrency, social media, email, and data stored in the cloud. Because if you haven't properly addressed these assets in your estate plan, there's a good chance they'll be lost forever if something happens to you. For all of these reasons, creating and maintaining a comprehensive inventory of all of your assets is a standard part of every estate plan you should create. And then um, they mentioned this, and I, ha I downloaded it before and started it, but I haven't really followed it through. I haven't finished it. But it's something that's called Personal Resource Map, and it's a website. Um, and it allows you to actually do all this asset inventory and you start it and you, you keep maintaining it. Um, it's prepared by a woman named Allie Katz, K-A-T-Z, who is um, a founder of Personal Family Lawyer and then you get your, your estate assets for free. Um, so you get that all set up and then you should really go and see a lawyer and see what you're supposed to do about it. And then they say number five is 
this is the one that I see most often, is failing to regularly review and update your estate plan. So in addition to keeping an updated asset inventory, it's vital that you regularly review and update all of your planning documents. Um, and far too often people prepare a will or trust and then put it into a drawer or on the shelf and forget about it. Um, they, of course, he recommends reviewing your plan annually. I think that's a little bit much. I would do it every three to five years. But immediately update your plan following major life events like divorce, births, deaths, and I would also say adoptions and inheritances. Um, it's just very, very important. Um, and then he says in the next one that comes up, uh, we'll do the other five of the estate planning mistakes. So these are just so critical and so important. People forget about them. I'd, if that once and done thing drives me nuts because I just have it in my schedule as a financial advisor every three to five years, whether they want to or not, we at least address the issue. It's time to go back and take a look at your estate plan. So, on that note, we've finished here. They're good. Yeah, I think so. And, and I think that, it, that, that those are good points that people forget about because, uh, you know, one time I looked at this thing and uh, some clients did, they had three children. And the three children at the time were um, teenagers. And subsequently... All of them married. One of them got divorced and remarried and adopted three children that were his new wife's children. Adopted them as his own. The wills and the trusts were never changed. So, you know, this was something that was just, there was so much going on in their lives. And a whole bunch of other things, too. But... I just kept saying, we have to do this. We have to do this. And so we are doing it. I'm not going to come back with the usual refrain as somebody died and the whole thing fell apart. They're both very much alive and, and well. But I just, I said to them, do you, do you realize how much has happened in your life from the time that you had this done until now? And I said, yeah. I said, well, you know, you've basically eliminated all of your grandchildren because they didn't even exist. Um, you've eliminated uh, the, the people that uh, that were supposed to be your representatives. If you went into a hospital and it was determined that you weren't going to live, who's your personal representative? Those people have died. So, you know, it's just you don't think about this stuff, but it's just so important that you have to review it. And I know that there are many people most people, who don't want to deal with their own death. They just don't want to go there. They don't even want to have that conversation. But the mess they leave behind is just horrendous. And it, it could have been solved so easily by maybe uh, one or two months of their lives figuring out what they want to do and letting an estate planning attorney resolve this. So I throw that out there and say, please, Please do something about this. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> good advice. And on that, yeah. And on that note, we're going to take a break, 
and we're going to come back with our guest expert, Mr. Mike McHale of Barbetti McHale. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and certified financial planner with Women of Substance, LLC, that's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us today is our guest expert, Mr. Michael McHale, who is a partner with Barbetti McHale, LLC, certified public accountants at 1421 East Drinker Street in good old 
Dunmore, Pennsylvania. Mike, thanks for joining us again this month after uh, the end of uh, not too long ago for the filing of uh, regular income tax and the beginning of all the other stuff with nonprofits and then people who file late going into October so um, or filing extensions, I should say. Um, lots going on up there at, uh, on East Drinker, right, Mike? Yeah, that's definitely true. We're we're happy the tax season's over, but you know our practice is not uh, uh, not primarily a tax practice. So, although we do do a ton of tax work, uh, April fifteenth is almost a false deadline for for this firm because we do um, yes we do a lot of tax returns and yes a lot of them end up having to go on extension not because we want to but a lot of times uh, some of our clients. Uh, don't have their entities and they may be small business owners or they may be invested in certain things and because of that and some of that stuff is not complete by their accounts um, you're, you're required to put them on extension I myself am on extension and that's really because I didn't have time to get to it but but nonetheless uh, a lot of our most of our tax work is completed as of April 15th some go on extension but you know, this comes what we call our audit season because we do a significant amount of nonprofit work at Barbetti McHale, and and, uh, and we're very proud of that. I, I, as a matter of fact, I'm putting together a proposal for uh, someone in the Scranton area, a large uh, nonprofit in the Scranton area that we're excited to uh, propose on. And, uh, and our listings are two pages long, and we give every proposal we, we put in our every one of our engagements and with the contact number because we're proud of the work that we do and we're proud of the clients that we have. Yes, uh, we, you know, we don't go out and advertise who our clients are, but uh, any proposal that we do, we, we do share that and tell them, hey, this is what we do. Call them and ask them. I mean, the, the best uh, the best reference that you can get is from someone who already, already is at your firm already, so we're happy to do that. And like I said, it's, it's – uh, two pages long uh, in a proposal, so uh, upwards of about 50 entities that we do June 30th nonprofit work for. And uh, once again, we're proud to do that. We're, we're, we love those clients, and it keeps us busy year-round here. Uh, our entire staff, of a, we have 11 or 12 people um, in total, and we stay busy year-round. So even though tax season is done, it's not it's not forgotten. We, we work hard all year-round, but... We take care of our people and make sure everybody has a good work-life balance. So it's a good firm. Well, and endorsements, you know, endorsements are pure gold. Yes. you yes. got two pages of that, wow. That's, yeah. That says far more than a huge ad in the local newspaper, you know? And, and, yeah. and that's and, true. I, we, we've been, and I have started to cut you off, Laura, we've been um, approached several times. Well, you know, Put an ad in this thing, put an ad in that. But any advertisement that we do is, is you know, participate in one of our nonprofits golf tournaments or mm-hmm. some fundraiser that they have. Some of them have a bowling thing. You know, we, we'll participate in that rather than put, you know, a thousand dollar advertisement in the Scranton Times. It's just not us. You know, yep. we, we we do this, and, and quite frankly, we do this show to get our name out there. But that's not my goal every day of the week, and it's not my goal probably one day a month. Uh, we're not in this to just grow and, and grow exponentially. We like to grow. We like the size that we are, like the people that we are, and uh, we don't want to get too big too fast. 
you know, and, and, and that means mm-hmm. something because we want to make sure any person that goes out on a job uh, for us, um, 90% of them here have over 25 years' experience, 90% of our staff. That's unheard of. Wow, um, it is. And, and, and the 10% has 5 to 10 years. There, there's nobody here brand new, and believe me, we want to bring some in, and we're going to bring some in. But anybody who needs the engagement on any one of our clients, um, we're proud to, you know, we have people from 25 to 35 years experience and have been at this firm um, for those many years. They've been here forever and they love it. They love the work-life balance. We've kept it that way. And, and, and I'm actually the new guy. I have 30 years experience, but I came from, I live in, in Dunmore my whole life, but worked in New Jersey for the good, a good portion of it as a partner out in uh, North Jersey where, you know, most of my clients were in, in New York City and Connecticut. But um, it's just a special firm. And I don't mean to, if you, if anybody out there knows me, I'm not one to sit and, and pat all of us on the back, but very proud of this firm, very proud to have joined it a couple of years ago and, and now a partner here. Um, it's, it's just a special place with special people. Mike Barbetti started at Donna Barbetti. Um, and and they treat us like family, and I consider them family as well. It's just, it's been a match made in heaven, and uh, and I don't say that lightly. Um, many many mergers are not uh, easy. Uh, this has literally been easy because of those two, and all the people here. Nobody left. Nobody you know. Nobody gets upset. We don't. Everybody has their life. We understand that. We we treat people like adults. Uh, but, but our number one goal is to make sure the client is taken care of, and we do that, and we're proud of that. Sorry, well, I went on a little bit of a tangent there. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's similar to what you just said. Um, when I, many, 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 many years ago, before I really was as friendly and enmeshed um, into the Barbetti life as I, I, their family life as I am, uh, Donnie, uh, Pragus was um, reporting at one of the nonprofit boards that I sat on many zillions of years ago. And that was my first real interaction with the actual accountants. It was, I think, maybe it was even my first or second board meeting with this organization. And um, having him there, I mean, I was so impressed with the way he delivered and how he brought it to the level of everybody there and didn't speak above or in, in lingo in terms that we, I mean, as a board member, you should know most of them anyway, but I'm just saying it was just at the level of which was completely understandable to all of us and clear and kind. And I remember calling because I was so impressed with Donnie and the, and Mike Barbetti um, at the time that Mike Barbetti uh, it was his own, you know, before he became a partner with you, Mike. Um, I'm telling you, that was the same feeling that I have then. And then now through the years and some of the other boards that they, you are the um, accountants for, um, it's been nothing short of enjoyable and beautiful work and wonderful stuff that we that's prepared and done and then meeting you and coming into that with you and what you brought and the fact that Mike who has had oftentimes has had people discuss a partnership and has 
not gone through with it and has decided, you know, let's, I have to wait for the right person. And for that right person to be you, Mike, for Mike Barbetti, who's in this business for as long as he has, to think, hey, this guy is the guy I want. That speaks volumes because that is the, the kind of work that's done there is sometimes is much different um, and very, very hands-on. And you feel like you're you're you can just do anything with the phone call because you know they have your back and you just feel connected in ways that I can't explain with many others. It, it, there's there's sometimes a very sterile uh, type feeling when you're dealing with accountants. That's not what you get when you're dealing with Barbetti McHale. Well, I, I mean, uh, and and thank you for saying that. That and and I I didn't really know Lori, although I knew of her. Her, her great reputation for many, many years. But we kind of ran in the same circles that some of my friends are her friends and, and that the whole Dunmore connection, which uh, we laugh about all the time on this show. But, you know, you, you hit on a couple things, Lori, that are important. I, I, you know, we, I, I've just been presenting at this firm only a, a, the couple years that I'm here. And then Carlo and I, I'll give you a fair example. We did a presentation remotely. Uh, from our conference room in here. And then um, soon thereafter, we had another client, who a woman was on the board, and she said, could you do the presentation like you did for XYZ Company? Because I thought that was tremendous. You know, you, 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 you speak to your audience. You don't, you don't yeah. do a 30-minute presentation. You do a, a quick presentation, offer your services to any time anybody has any questions, call us and and you make it a little bit more personal, and, and, and but understand that everybody has time constraints as well. So I think we do a good job of that, and we do a good job on behalf of our clients. But, again, the, the priority to us is to make sure the client is happy at all times. And, you know, sometimes we fall short. We're not perfect, but um, it's, uh, it, it's something that we, we, we strive for every day. Well, it, it is true, and, and like I said, that's... That, that's the feeling I got immediately, and I'll never forget that day. And, uh, you know, working as closely as I have with Donnie through the years and other people I know who have, and that feeling that you get there, it is a, it is a different feeling because I sit on enough other uh, boards to know that of other accountants that not everybody, and not everyone isn't, but not everybody has that sense of um, peace and, and, and less business and a little more personal in their presentation and the way they, they 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 interact with the board and i think that's very very important because let's face it when you're doing um when you sit there as a board member and you know you have the fiduciary responsibility and that's why we have directors and officers insurance because of all those things that we're responsible for having that sense of relief with an accountant is a tremendous relief for all of us sitting in that capacity. Yeah. Lynn, you would know. You've sit on it, sat on enough boards, too. You know yeah. the feeling. I do, and I'm thinking when you're saying that of, of some of the presentations I've seen of accounting firms who've uh, presented to uh, board of directors in the past, and for most of them, um, I just want to um, fall asleep. First of all, it's boring as hell, you know, and I mean, it's uh, the notes 
to the um, statements and, and you say, okay, what does that mean? What are you trying to say here? Because most of it is delivered and written in accountantese, you know, for lack of a better word. And so to the, the people who have no idea of balance sheets or net worth statements or anything like that, most of that language is just way over their heads. And they don't even, they don't ask questions because they don't understand what's being presented to them. So I know that there was an instance where I was on a board of directors and uh, there was a woman who was the wife of a partner of a, of a firm in the uh, northeastern Pennsylvania. And she thought that because of her position as the wife of this um, partner, in an accounting firm, that this would be a very simple and very easy thing to do, just to make sure that everything was moved over. Well, I also know that uh, Mike Barbetti at the time also made a presentation. And because of the fact that I knew Mike, and I also knew this other person, I just thought that Mike Barbetti's firm at the time, and I'm sure you can relate to this, Mike, because I don't know what exactly what it was. I just remember the essence of it was that there was some kind of uh, certification, for lack of a better word, that uh, that the firm had uh, in dealing with nonprofit organizations, which meant that they really understood the way nonprofit boards work and how their cash flow comes in and where it comes from and all the different legal entities, et cetera, et cetera. And it was just, to me, it was an issue. And I'll never forget that woman was just humiliated and angered that I didn't just say, okay, you know, let's go with this XYZ firm. But I knew that it wasn't just a political move. It had everything to do with the fact that Michael Barbetti and the firm really understood nonprofits and how they work. And so um, that's the way it ended up. Yeah, well, well not even. It's it an important distinction, and most people don't know that. Yeah, well, that was a conflict too with her even having that presented. But oh, of anyway, course. go ahead. What were you saying? Well, I, what I was just going to, I mean, and again, that's a thank you to you guys, to to you guys as well. Um, uh, the 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 uh, correlation the relationship between a client and an accountant even though it, it, it's secondary to most people but it's very important that you trust obviously anybody that you hire as your accountant that's number one and 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 to be able to call anybody at night or when something comes up especially in small businesses or a nonprofit when you need an answer right away it's important that you have that relationship with an accountant where. At, at minimum, if you can't get them right away, you're going to get them right or him or her soon thereafter. Um, the relationship is very important, and we we strive to make sure that that you know that that's deep. And, and most of my clients have my cell phone number; they call or text me all the time, and and I'm happy about that. You know, a, a client like that knows the the service that they're getting the for their money, and they're and they're you know they they pay uh, they pay pretty well, so it's. Um, it's 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 but the relationship is very very important on a day-to-day basis sure. with every one of our clients yeah mike how can anyone who might be interested that anyone listening may be interested how can they get in touch with you they'd like to discuss 
um, what you might be able to do for them or their organization. And that would be great. Again, we don't do this for that, but, you know, to get your name out there is important. So our our name, again, is Barbetti McHale. Uh, we're at 1421 East Drinker Street up in Dunmore. As Lori says, good old Dunmore. Um, but we, we handle everything from Lackawanna, Luzerne, Wyoming. Um, client, we have uh, clients in different states, and we go just about anywhere if, if the need arises. So uh, our phone number, 570-346-2057. And thank you again for having me. Thank you, mm-hmm. Mike. Thanks for everyone else. Please have a nice weekend. It's going to be a nice one. Enjoy. Get out and get some vitamin D. And we will see you next <laughs> week. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t